Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan Fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarda Ashadu an la ilaha illallah Wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan Abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasihul Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Ya ibadullah Alhamdulillah ala ni'mat al-islam wa sunnah All praise and thanks belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. All praise and thanks belong to Allah Jalla wa'ala for the bounty of Islam and for the bounty of the Sunnah. Ya ibadullah. Faith is not just a statement. Qala al-alama Imam al-Sa'idi rahmatullah alayhi Ayyuhal nas, ittaqullah. O human beings, O humanity, fear Allah, have reverence for Allah Azza wa Jal. Fear Allah Azza wa Jal. How is this fear to be illustrated? The Imam, he says, bil qiyam, bi usul al-iman, wa shara'i' al-deen. And that is by establishing the fundamentals of iman, by establishing iman, true faith, by the establishment of faith, and by establishing those hallmarks of the religion. Those hallmarks of the religion, those things that we have been commanded to do by way in which a Muslim, he is known by way of them. For example, the proper belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Praying the five daily prayers. Fasting in a month of Ramadan. Paying the zakat. Making hajj, umrah. Righteousness to one parent, so on and so forth. وَأَصْلِحُوا بِذَلِكَ ذَوَاهِرِكُمْ وَبَوَاطِنِكُمْ And with that, by way of that, then rectify. Rectify your outward appearance. Rectify yourself externally. And also rectify yourself internally. Rectify yourself externally, outwardly, and internally, inwardly. Naam. Because they both are a must. They both are a must. The rectification of ourselves on the outside and on the inside. All the time. Not sometimes. Not just on Fridays. Not just in Ramadan. But all the time. Rectify ourselves all the time. So we know what is the reality of Iman. Iman فَأَعْلَاهَا قَوْلْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَأَدَنَاهَا إِمَاطَةِ الْأَذَى عَنِ الْطَرِيقَ وَالْحَيَاءِ شُعْبَةٌ مِنَ الْإِيمَانِ The Prophet ﷺ in explaining to us and showing us the reality of Iman, he said that Iman is 70 some odd branches. The highest of them is the statement, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ And the lowest of it is to remove something harmful from the roadways. To remove something harmful from the street. And shyness is a branch of Iman. Qala Imam Musa'ani, 
ذكر صلى الله عليه وسلم الأقائد العقائد والأخلاق والأعمال that the Prophet وسلم, in his hadith he mentioned when explaining what is iman he mentioned beliefs and he mentioned moral character having good conduct akhlaq good conduct good, good conduct and moral character and he mentioned actions the belief can be seen in the statement of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam la ilaha illallah and the greatest of it is the statement la ilaha illallah so we see here a statement and we see a statement that points to what to a belief because la ilaha illallah this is what this is the foundation of our creed this is the foundation of the deen of al-islam this is the reason why we were created to establish the worship of allah azza wa jal none has the right to be worshipped in truth except for allah azza wa jal belief and that good moral character that good moral character that can be seen where in al-haya being shy being shy from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being shy knowing that allah azza wa jal he looks at us knowing that allah azza wa jal he hears us knowing that allah azza wa jal he knows what's in our hearts knowing that allah azza wa jal he knows our intentions so therefore an individual out of this shyness he will be shy in front of his lord so he will be shy and that will translate into what? Into action. So therefore we find here also an action. Naam. Removing something harmful from the roadways. This is an action. So we find in this hadith that iman is what? Is a statement. Is a belief. Is an action. We find that here where in this hadith. And we find that iman is not all the same. Is that yatafawut? Yani that iman, you have higher parts and lower parts inside of iman. So iman, it increases and it decreases. And that can be seen in the statement of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, fa'alaha. The greatest of it, the highest of it, is the statement, la ilaha illallah. And it can be seen in the statement of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, And the lowest of it, removing something harmful from the road. So we see that Iman is not all one thing, but it goes up, it goes down, higher levels, lower levels, so on and so forth. Naam? So we see here from this hadith, the reality of Iman. The Prophet wasallam he did not speak on his own authority, but whatever he spoke was from revelation. The Prophet wasallam he gave to us a beautiful example inside of this hadith. So Imam Musa'ani, he goes on and he says, وَمَثَّلَ مِنْ كُلِّ وَاحِدْ مِنْهَا بِمِثَالِ so the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he gave an example of every one of them. He gave a good example. He gave an example for aslul usul. So the foundation, the very crux and core, and the foundation of of of, of iman, qawl al sadiqan mukhlisan la ilaha illallah is the statement of the abd sincerely, truthfully, sincerely for Allah azza wa jal is what. La ilaha illallah. None has the right to be worshipped in truth except Allah. Naam. Fahiya asl deen. This is the origin of the religion. Wa asasu. This is the foundation of the religion. Wa muntahahu. And this is the end of the religion. This is the beginning of the affair, the middle of the affair, and the end of the affair. Is what? La ilaha illallah. Tawheed. That all of the ibadah is for Allah Azza wa Jal. All of our life is for Allah Azza wa Jal. All of our sacrifices for Allah Azza wa Jal. All of our dua is for Allah Azza wa Jal. 
Our death is for Allah Azza wa Jal. Everything is for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal. This is the beginning of the affair, the middle of the affair, and the end of the affair. Naam. We have to acknowledge and realize that verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That Allah Azza wa Jal, He is the one who deserves to be worshipped alone in truth. Naam. All of the praise is for Allah Azza wa Jal. Alhamdulillah. All the praise, all of the thanks is for Allah Azza wa Jal. We have to be sincere unto Allah Azza wa Jal, doing our actions for Allah Azza wa Jal. Al-Ubudiyyah lillah. Our servitude is for Allah Azza wa Jal. We are the servants of Allah Azza wa Jal. We are the slaves of Allah Azza wa Jal. And the believer, the mu'min, he takes pride. Now he's happy. He rejoices to say, yes, I am the slave of Allah. He is happy, he is honored to say and to call himself Abdullah. The slave of Allah Azza wa Jal. Naam. The servitude is for Allah Azza wa Jal. And those who do not submit themselves in servitude unto Allah, then you find that they will be slaves to everything else. Because at the end of the day, you are a slave. And no matter how you slice it, no matter how you dice it, you're going to be a slave. The question is, what are you going to be a slave to? Are you going to be a slave unto Allah Azza wa Jal? And that is by worshiping Allah Azza wa Jal alone, believing properly in Allah Azza wa Jal, living your life in accordance to that which Allah Azza wa Jal has mandated upon you, submitting yourself unto Allah Azza wa Jal. Or are you going to be a slave to your lowly vain desires? Are you going to be a slave to the shaitan? That is the question. Who are you going to be a slave for? For Allah or for other than Allah Azza wa Jal? So the believer, he takes pride. The believer, he is happy to say that he is a slave for Allah Azza wa Jal. Hada, aqulu qawli hada, wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum, wa li jami'il muslimin, fa astaghfiru, fa innahu huwa al-ghafuru rahim. Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam, ala rasulillah, wa ba'd, ya ibadullah. True faith is not just a statement. It's not. It's not just a statement, you know, or a claim. The Prophet ﷺ, he gave us an example of an aspect of true faith, and that is al-haya, that we shine. We have shyness. That type of shyness that brings light. Tastaniru al-a'ma. It illuminates the actions. Brings light to the actions, the actions of the heart, and qulub. It brings light to the actions of the heart. Wal muraqaba, wal muraqaba, alam al And an individual, when he is shy, he has awareness. He has awareness that the one who knows the unseen knows what he's doing. He has awareness. He's aware. He's conscious that the knower of the unseen. Knows and sees what this individual is doing. He remembers that. This is what shyness it breeds. The true shyness, this is what it breeds. So therefore, the slave, he will be shy in front of his Lord. To do something that his Lord has prohibited. The slave, he will be shy in front of his Lord. To neglect something that his Lord has obligated. So therefore, when he gets up to pray Fajr, he's not worried about who sees him, who doesn't see him, who will hear about it. And now he don't care nothing about none of the creation at that point. He's getting up to pray for Allah Azza wa Jal because he knows Allah Azza wa Jal sees him. 
When that individual avoids that haram, he's not worrying about who may see him do the haram from the human beings. He could care less because at the end of the affair, what they really can do for him or to him. But he is concerned about his Lord Azza wa Jal. That he will do such a thing that his Lord has prohibited him from doing. And were he to do it and to fall into it, then... Oh, subhanAllah, what his Lord can do to him as punishment. He's scared of Allah Azza wa Jal. So he backs up from it. Why? For Allah Azza wa Jal. This is what the shyness it breeds. So it will beautify a person's actions. When he, in, when he interacts with his family, he interacts with his mother or his father, he will not speak to them or she will not speak to them in a disrespectful manner. Why? Because they're scared. Allah Ta'ala has commanded me to be righteous to my parents and then I'm going to be disrespectful to my parents. Allah is going to hold me to account for disobeying him in this regard. Allah is going to punish me for what I'm doing right now. I'm under threat of being punished by Allah And if Allah punishes you, none can remove the punishment. And if Allah gives to you the Jannah and rewards you for your righteousness, none can take that away from you. So it will beautify all of his actions. And you can use that and utilize that as a frame of reference. In everything that an individual he does, he will, he will excel in doing it. Why? For Allah And when he stays away from that which he stays away from, he will stay away from it. Why? For Allah This is what the true Shyness brings about. This is what the true shyness brings about inside of the abd. So the believer, he takes pride, meaning that he's happy to sing that he's shy. He's happy to say, yes, I'm shy. I'm shy. It's not for the believer to come with all types of immorality and immodesty and he believes that that is something that shows manhood or something like this. No. No, it's not for manhood to stand to a face of the woman. It's not for manhood to shake a woman's hand. It's not for manhood for a woman to be staring in the face of brothers and looking at brothers. It's not from and it's not for womanhood rather for a woman to be staring in the face of brothers and looking at brothers. It's not for womanhood for a woman to speak inappropriately to men who are not her mahadam. This is not for womanhood. And vice versa, it's not for manhood to be doing that with women. No. But for the believers, for him to be shy, for her to be shy, to lower their gaze, to avert their vision from the opposite sex, those who they are not allowed to look at, to not speak and to gilly-gag and so on and so forth and dilly-dally with the opposite sex and the like, to not free-mingle and free-mix with the opposite sex and the like. This is from modesty and modesty is good. Modesty is cool. Modesty is what's in with those who truly have understanding. For those who don't have understanding, for those who are not upon the guidance, then they see as being favorable that which will lead them to their destruction. But as far as the one who is wise, he will never choose poison over honey. The one who is wise will never choose cyanide over orange juice. The one who is wise will never choose that which will destroy him over that which will save him and bring him benefit. The one who is wise, he is shy in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So therefore they will protect their hearts. The Shaykh he says, The reality of being shy, He says, so the reality of shyness is that an individual, he will safeguard his heart from what goes into it and what his heart captures. And he will safeguard his head from what his, from what his head 
captures and what goes inside of his head. He will safeguard it to make sure that good goes into it and he'll try to push away the harm from it. He will safeguard it to make sure that wholesomeness goes into it and try to push away the lowliness from it and the like. This individual, he will know the reason why Allah Ta'ala created him and therefore he will live his life to establish that. And that is to worship Allah and Allah alone. To live his life in accordance to Allah Ta'ala's religion. To live his life in accordance to the sharia of Allah Azza wa Jal. And then the Prophet Sallallahu he gave an example as well. And he says, وَإِمَاطَ الْأَذَى عَنِ الطَّرِيقِ And to remove harm from the road. Which shows us that what? That from Iman and from that which will get a person closer to Allah Azza wa Jal is that he has to remove harm from the people. He has to remove from humanity that which will harm them. And as a default and the opposite, which means what? He has to give to humanity that which will benefit them. This is the way of the believer. This is what our faith it calls us to do, to benefit mankind and to withhold harm from mankind, to benefit mankind and to avert from mankind harm. This is the way of the believer. This is what Islam teaches us. This is how Allah Ta'ala has commanded us to be. This is how the Prophet Sallallahu commanded us to be. To be beneficial to the people and to avert from them our harm and to avert from them harm in general. This is the manner of the Muslim. So the Muslim, the Muslim, he is not one who will be ashamed to call the people the Tawheed and to warn them from shirk. Because the greatest thing that will benefit them is tawheed. And the greatest thing that needs to be averted from them from the harmful things is shirk. It's polytheism with Allah So the believer is never shy to let that be known. The believer is never shy to be an example for the people in everything that they do. Be an example from the people first and foremost from the easiest ways is from what? From that which is on the outside. You understand? That which is on the inside, this will require that an individual will interact with you in order to see and get a glimpse of that. But we're talking about if an individual don't even interact with you, don't even talk to you, don't even have an exchange with you. We're talking about if an individual just see you walking down the street, you can still be an example for them. You can still call them to the good. Where is the dawah? Muslims, where's the dawah? Where's our dawah to the kuffar? Da'wah to the kuffar, this is something that is obligatory upon all of us. In accordance to what? To our ability. We don't go beyond our ability. We do not do things and in, in, in go into areas that beyond our capability. But we are all able to give them da'wah. We're all able to give them da'wah. And I'm going to tell you how. We're able to give them da'wah just by establishing and doing what we're supposed to be doing. That within itself, when they see that, that's da'wah. When they see you not lying, that's da'wah. When they see you as being truthful and always telling the truth, that's da'wah. When they see you stopping what you have to do and praying five times a day, that's da'wah. Even though you don't tell them, hey, you should come pray, hey, you should. No, just seeing you do what you're supposed to do, that's da'wah. You fasting in the month of Ramadan, that's da'wah. You not staring in the face of women and lollygagging women, that's da'wah. You doing what you're supposed to be doing as a Muslim, that within itself is da'wah for those who see you. You dressing in a modest, in a proper Islamic way, 
that's dawah. Just for those who see you, they don't even have to interact and talk to you. They see it from you what Islam teaches. That within itself, you know how many people over the centuries have converted to Islam just from seeing the Muslims? They couldn't even speak the same language with them. They didn't even understand what they were saying to each other when they, if they could speak to each other because they didn't speak the same language. But they saw them and what they saw, they, what, they accepted Islam and they became Muslim based on what they saw, not what they heard. So where's our da'wah? Where's our da'wah if we walking down the street and they can't tell if we from them or not? Where's our da'wah if we got to tell them we Muslim because they can't see we Muslim? Where's our da'wah? You see? Given to mankind that which would benefit them, averting from them that which will harm them. All of this, what? All of this is from Iman. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who have the true Iman. Those who believe in Him correctly. Those who adorn their lives with that which Allah ta'ala has commanded them with. Ya ibadullah. Inna Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh Allah, oh, oh, oh servants of Allah. Verily, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us. That we follow and we stick to that which He has sent to us. Follow that which has been revealed to you from your Lord and do not follow other than it. هذا يا عباد فاقم الصلاة إن الصلاة تدها عن الفحشاء والمنكر